in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hello, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. That's what we do. Every we ca- week. catch up. We catch up. This is the Every- last one of 2014 with us together. Correct. Uh, kind of, but yeah. Yeah. Um, just before we even get started, actually, um, you might from time to time – I could. I hear them very faintly, but they get louder um, every once in a while. There are helicopters circling my neighborhood right now. Um, And I actually got a few messages from um, really nice podcast listeners. Um, uh, I got an email from one as well. So last night, Joey, uh, there were protests near my house, really close to my house. It's about time people finally get over you. And start demonstrating their hatred of you and your dumb stories. I, I approve of these protests. In fact, I didn't want to tell you this. I organized them. Mm. Uh, a few people in the crowd got a little bit violent. So um, in Oakland and also in, in Berkeley. So basically on both sides of my house, um, uh, it got a little bit violent. There was like a some damage done to like a Trader Joe's and a Radio Shack. But the cops A used... Radio Shack? I know. Here's the... the co- the only it's the only looting where you had to give your phone number before you were allowed to loot their store. Wait, what does that mean? Do they make you give your phone number for something? Oh yeah, you go buy a pack of batteries. You got to give them your phone number. Oh really? Yeah, that's the big joke about Radio Shack. Um, well, the cops used. What would rubber... you loot from a radio? Like a megaphone? Like what would you loot from a ra- from a Radio Shack? I feel like Radio Shack has actually legitimate stuff now. No, like right in the window they have like. Like Beats headphones. No, you like... didn't look. You didn't look hard enough. It's like B E E T S, like the vegetable <laughs> Beats. Like they, it's always like off brand. Like, <laughs> but uh, Joey, the cops last night used rubber bullets and tear gas to to um, calm the crowd down or help them move in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the tear gas actually was happened right at Telegraph and. Um, um 66th street and i live at telegraph and 58th street so it's like really close they actually closed the white horse last night around one o'clock so an hour before close because tear gas was getting into the place i'm fine my property's fine and everything but it's just like really close don't tell my mom she would freak out but why would you call your business radio shack like get a ready sans ghetto shack that was a long time ago it's old it's like I think it was supposed to be kind of like, like kind of humble, like, oh, we're just this little shack that sells these incredible technological devices. So it was kind of like a play, but now it's like become the lowest of uh, these places. So now it's just sad. 
You see a faded sign at the side of the road saying 15 miles to the radio shack. Remember that song? Love Shack? Do you think they ever thought, do you think the B-52s were ever approached by Radio Shack? Oh, you know they were. We're gonna buy some off-brand electronics. (laughs) Gonna buy a Coleco. (laughs) Whatever random (laughs) off-brand. Remember that old game system, Coleco? No. That must have been when I was, like, not born. Yeah, maybe. Hey, Joey, what's uh, up with you? How are you? Wait, wait, wait. So were you involved in the riots at all? Or? No, I didn't even or go out. Or were you but... too white for the protests? I woke up at like one. I woke up at one to the sound of all of it happening. And uh, Did it wake Steve up? Um, Steve wasn't here, actually. Oh. Um, and so I kind of like got on my phone. It's like right by Daniel's house. It was like his new place is like right by the White Horse. Um, so like it's, and they I shot tear gas into the white horse. No, they shot tear gas near the white horse. Oh yeah. So they just closed early and it's interesting, but what's up with you? Nothing. Okay. Well, nice catching right, up nice, with you. <laughs> all right, go to hell, Mike. No, um, you know, um, my cousin Richard, I have this gay cousin, uh, he's a week younger than me and he's gay. Mm-hmm. He called me, uh, this week. Um, what did he call you? He goes, well, did you see this thing on Facebook? And I love how people fall for it every single time. But they put this thing on their, on their um, Facebook status where they'll be like, um, hey, this is just to notify Facebook that I own the property, the intellectual <laughs> property on the and it's like a, Have you seen this? Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's like a long thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever I post here in the status completely voids the terms of service I agreed to when I joined. Yeah. Like, you're silly. <laughs> I know. And so I always laugh when I see it. It's all, and it's always people that it would make sense they would post that. Like, like, like our oh, yeah. mothers. Yeah. I don't know. Claudia. Yeah. I hope Claudia, I hope Claudia never listens to this show. I don't know who Claudia is. Yeah, I know who Claudia is. And somebody actually on Claudia's Facebook status update was like, yes, Mark Zuckerberg uh, really cares about what you post in your status update on his Facebook page. You know, on this company that he owns, on this site that he owns. And that's the thing. If you agree to the terms of service and use this application, you, I mean, you're bound by it. But the other thing is, too, is like, it's all bullshit. A lot of it's just like they fall for some lie. I don't know how they fall for this. Yeah. Right? So anyway, Richard calls me in a panic. Did you see this thing on Facebook that they're changing the terms of service? That they can... Pr- <laughs> That they can pretty much track you everywhere you go. And I don't know all this nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, first of all, a lot of apps already do that. Right. I go, Apple tracks where you go. He goes, well, I don't like that Facebook's doing it. But my whole thing is like, this is a guy who's constantly having random Latino men come to his apartment that he finds on Grindr. Yeah. So anyway, I was telling him, like, look. Also, like, he's a smart man. Snopes.com. No, you know, no, here's the thing. He is very smart, but like I said, he's an old man. Like he's an old, he's like my mom. It's like talking to him about computer stuff or technology is really? like talking to my Yes, I it's really hard to believe, but like, yes, he is so like behind, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was talking about when I was giving them the same argument I just gave you. Like, look, if you agree to use Facebook, like if it's free. 
you're paying with something, right? Whether it's your information or your eyeballs on their ads, you're paying with something. Yeah. You know, but also like they're not if they are tracking your your movements online or your movements in real time, like they're not doing that because they really care where Richard's going to lunch and they want to like show up and surprise Richard. They're doing that because they want to sell Richard items and they know that if Richard's, you know, spending pattern equals this, then he might buy product X. So let's market product X to him. And I know know what everybody. Yeah. Richard might want product X. Like that's actually better. Richard would probably better be better off seeing ads for product X. What than products for... do you think Richard would get based on what we know about his social media presence? Underwear. Uh, underwear for sure. Like that. Sexy like, underwear. The, what's it? To exist or what? Have you ever seen that mm-hmm, underwear? Mm-hmm. Like sexy underwear. I think like um, Mexican coffee, restaurants. Coffee, coffee of some sort. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would Spray buy paint. like he would buy specialty coffee. Like yeah. coffee with like chicory in it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he would buy a T-shirt that says "This is what a feminist looks like." Yes, something like that. Just dicks. It's just yeah. a, a, someone he advertising would buy their dicks. <laughs> yeah, just someone advertising their dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyway, so I tell him this saying, "Oh my god, he got so angry with me." Like, are you leaving a- something out of the story? Why no, is he angry no, with you? Because I didn't agree with. Oh, because then I. Oh, I, there is. I did miss one little part. I said, so I go, look, it's a free. It's not free. It's, I hate when people say that it's free. It's not free. And I go, no, I know you're paying with your information, your eyeballs. So they shouldn't say it's free. And I'm like, well, you're not paying with money. And here's the other thing, too, is. <laughs> and this is what people need to get in their brains. You're not entitled to Facebook. Sure. It's an option that you have to have a Facebook page. There's a very simple solution. Delete it. Yeah, that's true. I think I, I agree with you. Um, but I think that if they, I think maybe where the disconnect between your opinion and his, he feels that like Facebook maybe promotes themselves and they don't like literally promote themselves, but they kind of like that people feel like this is a free service, whatever, whatever, but they're actually making tons of money off of our data. I think he feels like it's a bait and switch. Sure. They got him into this, and now they keep slowly eroding your privacy. But once again, you're allowed to quit at any time. Here's the other thing, too, is... That's he- almost like cigarette smokers, though. Like, you know, you could quit smoking our poison sticks anytime, Joe. You don't have to smoke them. But, like, they also make them very addicting, and they promote them in a way that makes me want to smoke them. Yeah, but maybe still, you have the option role. to quit. Do you smoke? No, I don't at all. But like, maybe that's remember the point. when you used like, to pretend to smoke though. Yeah, <laughs> like you would not inhale. You you like light a cigarette and you would like puff. I really like the smell of secondhand smoke. I really, you know what? I like the smell of cigarette <laughs> smoke too. I think. Did you have any like grandparents that smoked a lot? When no, you I had there? actually Richard's grandfather. Okay. Um, used to smoke, and when I would be around him, I loved the yeah. smell. I loved. There's it. some. I mean, it's disgusting, but cigarette smoke smells like grandma's to me, and so like, I don't know. It's like very comforting. It's even though I know you, it's gross. It's funny that but... you say it smells like grandmother's. I I associate it with a very masculine scent. Isn't that well, weird? Well, my, my grandmother smoked. That was who in my life yeah. smoked. But isn't that so, like, funny? when I was around her, that's how I felt. I can understand how it's kind of like a rugged smell. Do you have any weird connections with, like, Beer on Breath? No, but that's the name of my new podcast. <laughs> beer on Breath. 
Beyondbreath.com. Hold on, yeah. let me register it real quick. <laughs> you charge me a thousand dollars for it. Yeah, I'm like, oh easily. fuck. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm sorry, Richard, that no, you're well, so he, mad we, about we've, the we've made up. We've made up. He, well, look, the good thing with Richard because of the old person thing, he forgets about it in three days. Okay. So he calls me like two or three days later. He's all like. Hey, girl, did you see this thing about the girl who couldn't swim? And you're like, oh, okay, we're back to normal. Well, I don't think that it's he forgets about it. I think maybe he just doesn't hold a grudge. Like, he knows that you guys are going to disagree. Wait a minute. And whatever. Maybe with me he doesn't hold a grudge. But that girl that girl holds a grudge like nobody's business. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, you know what? In a weird, actually kind of, like, scary way that makes me afraid that he'll do this to me. But, like... Like, he had this, like, super tight group of friends, right? And then one day he was, like, super tight. They were, like, really, really, really close. They all looked alike. One day he was just over them and he cut them out. Boom. Done. For no reason? Or was there, like, an inciting incident? Um, there was you don't, a... you don't have to tell the story, but, like, no, was I know. there, like, an event? Not really, actually. I think it was a series of little events. And then he decided one day he was over them. Hmm interesting yeah so like no he and he and he's still i'm all like well don't you think you should maybe like um make up with them and he's like no and then one time i think i even told the story in the show remember he asked like one of his mentors to like read his story and she took like a week longer than he thought and he cut her off <laughs> don't you remember this no uh-uh maybe i didn't tell the story on the show oh huh. well he doesn't listen no but that girl holds a grudge Okay. But maybe, I don't know, maybe something different. What's going on with you? Well, Joey, I, um, so when I travel, I found it really nice if I could have like a portable battery with me so I could plug in my phone or my insulin pump. Um, and I, I don't know. I just have done that for the past couple of years when I travel and I travel heavy in the summers, as you know. So last conference season, so last summer, um, right around the end of the summer, my portable battery thing stopped uh, working. It stopped keeping a charge, so I mm-hmm. couldn't charge it all the way up. Yeah. Um, it was two years old, so I was like, whatever, I'll get a new one. But it was the end of the season. I didn't travel a lot, so I just kind of put it off, put it off, put it off. So uh, just uh, a couple weeks ago, I or like maybe just over a week ago, I bought a new one. It came early this week. And when I tried it, none of my devices would recognize the battery so nothing would charge on it i bought it on Hmm. amazon um i tried different devices like my ipad my iphone my insulin pump none of them worked all with different usb cords nothing worked right so i go to amazon and i request a replacement super easy there amazon's amazing it was like super easy to do now it's through like a third party seller and amazon is super nice they like gave me a mailing label and they emailed me and said like, Hey, just send it back to us, you know, postage paid. Um, when we get it, we'll, we'll issue, issue you a refund. And to, to be honest, like I didn't really want a refund. I want a battery that worked, but whatever, if that's, I mean, a full refund, I'm happy to do that. And I would just have to go buy a new one. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't want the refund. So I kind of was like, clicking around a lot to see if there was something else I could do. And in the like small print of the refund policy, it's it says that they don't want Amazon doesn't want defective battery shipped to them. So if you have a defective battery to contact customer service. 
Okay. okay. So I contacted customer service. Wait, you read the fine print of your refund stuff? No, just this one time because I was like, oh, I don't want a refund. Oh, I want a replacement. Oh, I see. Okay. But I had already like issued the rep- the refund or I've gone through the process. So they gave yeah. me a mailing label and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was that. But it says that if you have a defective battery, contact them. So I email customer service. I said that I, I got the shipment label. I was very upfront and honest. I was like, but I have this defective battery, using mm-hmm. their words, because it was just like not working. I don't know if – I guess that's the definition of defective, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like I don't think ready to explode or anything. But I t- tell them like um, I see that you don't want defective battery shipped to you. Um, I really just want a replacement, not a refund. What can you guys do or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So this person emailed me back right Hello. away. Hello. Yeah, this is it was, Kevin. No, it was actually like Punjab. It was like oh, okay. the, the name was like legitimately Indian. Oh, okay. Well, at least you're um, up front. Yeah. Um, and it said um, – Have you ever heard – have you ever gotten one of the calls? They have like this weird filter or whatever that makes them sound more American. Have you ever gotten one of those calls? No, like audio filter? Yeah, you can tell it's, if you listen, you can tell it's like a, a filter or something. And so it, it sounds really strange. It's a person, though, and it their voice goes through a filter, and it'll, so it'll be like, Hello, Mike Lawson. This is Kevin. I'm happy to help you. It's really, really strange. It's so Are you sure bizarre. it's a filter and it's not like some weird acting class that they put them all through? Like no, it, 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 there's like a it's weird, you know, like digital. When, yeah, there's got like digital sound to it. Weird. Yeah. It's really creepy, actually. So, Joey, I get this email back right away. Super nice. They're like, you know what? You're right. We don't want the battery. Um, since it's a third-party seller and we don't know their their uh, inventory, we can't issue – we can't give you a replacement. But you'll be refunded the money in one business day. Done and done. Okay? Sure. I get the refund. All is right in the world. Um, cut to earlier today. I'm doing Uh-oh. some boring work, um, this work-related project, like rendering video, uploading stuff to YouTube, etc. It takes forever. And I do it on my weekend because, like, it sucks all the memory out of my computer. So I'm sitting here uploading something, and I start tinkering with the battery that's sitting on my desk that I just bought that doesn't work. Um, just for kicks, I plugged in my iPad. Still doesn't work, whatever. And then there's, like, this little thing on the bottom that it's not a button it's like a little image thing and i held my finger on it joey and it turned blue and then my ipad started charging wait hold did the battery come with instructions i didn't read them Why oh my god them? i'm mr instructions i'll read the instructions on a glass of water i didn't read them but how wait, hard when, but when... these things these things are plug and go. It's a battery. It's a USB thing that you just plug a fucking battery Uh, in. Okay, I understand that. But then when it didn't work, weren't you at some point like, I better look at these instructions. Oh, I already threw them away. But... (laughs) But you can find them online. No, so I've since looked because um, there's like a flashing thing that I don't know what it means, so now I wish I had the instructions. So, Joey, I have... I've received a refund... And now I have it. By the way, it's not a button. It's like a touch screen sort of thing. Like, I don't know. It's really, I think that it's poor product design, to be quite honest. So, what's the question? Well, I don't know. 
Like, is it immoral to keep it? I no, already you, have the refund. They'll know. They'll know. They tell you, like, if we don't receive it in this number of days. No, I'm not sending it back. Oh. Wait. Remember I told you, like, I yeah, said yeah, yeah, this but I didn't, is I, didn't connect, I didn't connect it. Yeah, so they already gave me a refund. I have the battery, and I have my money back. But I also feel that Amazon's really busy right now. Very busy. Uh, girl, you so if are... If I call them and I ask them to reverse my refund, it's going to be a headache. It's going to be okay. confusing this for is... them. All right. You have to... If you hadn't have told the story about ditching that woman at the theater, I'd be like, okay, but uh, you're already on shaky ground. <laughs> Listen, if you are upset with me right now for doing this, tell me that you would... Should I just send it back? Uh, well, if they told you specifically not to send it back, you can't send it back. Well, that's because they thought it was defective. Should I... Like, listen, if I call Amazon right now and I was like, Hi, I'm sorry, Amazon. I think the right thing to do... Wait, Joey, 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 Joey. If I call Amazon and I was like, Sorry, you guys are busy, but you gave me a refund you shouldn't have... Can you charge me $30 for something that doesn't have an invoice or can I just send you something? There that's a lot that's lost in the big picture of Amazon right now. I'm not worried about Amazon's bottom line. It's just more your spiritual bottom line. Is that something you want spiritually on your Well, what about this then? What if okay. I cuz it's not Amazon, it's actually a third-party seller that sells through Amazon. What if I go to them and I buy another one? So they get the profit from this other one. I benefit because I have two. I get that. But I'm at least committing to buying another one through them. Yeah, but I, I'm sure Amazon does a, a – um, uh, I forget what they call it, where they like charge them for having refunded you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They lost. I understand that. They They – Took my 30 bucks, sent me a product. I said the product doesn't work, and they got, they, Amazon gave me 30 bucks back through them. Like they, they didn't get credited that money or whatever. Here's what I, okay, I thought, I thought of a solution. I thought of a solution. And I'm being honest here. I should actually start practicing this myself. I, Mm -hmm. there was a time a year ago where I came up with my own spiritual principle, Mm -hmm. which was like, um, what was I? I called it like um, spiritual jujitsu or something like that, right? Where what it is is you know like when I think jujitsu is the one where you take your opponent's energy and then you transfer it and use it against them, okay. right? So what if go with me on this? What if like you took the thirty dollars that you got because Amazon over you know refunded there was a mistake and it was an honest mistake and you donated the thirty dollars to like a worthy cause like maybe like a homeless shelter um a, a, a gay youth center um chad's bird fund like what if you did that okay and then Done. that way easy like, easy yeah you know what it was 31 dollars and some change I'm going to donate $32. Yeah. So <laughs> donate $32 to some fun. And then it, and then okay. it's good. Like, because you're right. It doesn't matter on Amazon's bottom line. Right. Right. But yeah, but your spiritual bank account, you need to, you need to fix that. And so there, there you fixed it. Donate it to a worthy cause. Or, you know what? I, I'm a big fan of like more tangible things. You can do whatever you want as long as you do that. But what, but like something I would do is I would spend $30 on like somebody that I knew. 
you know, or like go to like a homeless person on the street and maybe do it 10 times, but buy them lunch, you know, yeah, not 10 times, it's like three times, you know, buy them like something like that. But that's that, that's me. You can do whatever you like. Okay. But that I will do suggestion. that. Done. Yeah. Consider it done. That's easy to do. And it's not like I don't feel guilty for like you said, like it's Amazon and like this is kind of the cost of doing business. I think like if it were a different business model, I could have brought this back to the store and they could have been, look, dummy, this is how you plug it in properly and turn it on and it's your own fault. And like that business model wouldn't lose money on dummies like me. Yeah. Uh, but Amazon is saving because they don't have these stores and they can reach everyone with internet access. I don't know. It's kind of the cost of doing business in a way. But I like the idea of um, forwarding that. Yeah. Would I have benefited? Pay it forward. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Done. Done. I'll tell you what I end up doing, too. Sure. On my new podcast called The Undisclosed with Joe Batons. <laughs> Instead of The Secret, get it? Yeah. Like, the Undisclosed. <laughs> What else is up with you in L.A.? I want to start this story with a definition. I want to clarify a term, okay? And we can talk about this first. We've done this before. A twink is a smaller framed boy who well, generally boy, is boy in Well, boy makes me sound minor. I don't think that Oh, wait. Who... Is it really twink that you want to? No. Oh. <laughs> but you, I just I really get into definitions. I'm like, oh, yeah, what is this? <laughs> um, okay. So, because I also think, don't you think, a, at what age do you stop being a twink? But like, like, let's say for, I, I'm stuck on this now. Let's say you're, <laughs> let's say you're, let's say you're 30, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And. How about be, you're 35 and you live in Arkansas? <laughs> but let's say you're 30 and you look legit young. You don't do fake things to yourself. And you look do legit. You, do you watch Jeff Lewis in the flipping out? Yes. Do you know his his ex boyfriend slash business partner Ryan? Yeah. Easily thirty five, maybe older, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's still a twink, though. Okay, so that was my question to you. Is, is, yeah. is age important? I think age is age important. Like eventually, that guy Ryan is gonna not look like a twink. Because here's a good question: Jacob Bixenman, friend of the show, right? Yeah, twink. Well, here's the thing, though. You've never met him. He's extraordinarily tall. He's like 6'3", which you can't tell in the photos, right? Yeah. Does that still count as a twink? I don't know. Yeah, I don't... That's hard to say. You're right. Height certainly does change it. Mm Mm-hmm. What if he was like, yeah, you're right. Even if he's like, like 19... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I also think it's weird. Is it, like it's such a tangent. Is like being like, for some reason to me, a twink can't be legitimately like under 18. And I'll tell you why. Because then you're just a young person. Like to me, a twink is a person who's over, you know, definitely an adult, but looks younger. Like Justin Bieber is a, I mean, like king of the twinks. Yeah, but I feel that there are... 17 year olds 16 year olds that are not twinks oh yeah for sure i know a lot of them um so i feel like a 16 year old can be a twink i understand what you're saying like a lot of 16 year olds are twinks but Hmm. i i feel like they're all you can be underage and be a twink all right 
So what word did you want to define? Name dropper. I want to talk about the term name dropper. Because to me, a name dropper is when you sort of like elbow like in a celebrity. Like told about. No. <laughs> Should I start uh, listing the, the examples <laughs> I have from you? No, because I don't think I've name dropped on the show. Mm. Because... Oh, is that why you want to define it? <laughs> that is why you want to define it, right? No, you'll hear it right now. You'll hear so my definition of a name dropper is someone who tries to like worm a celebrity's name into a story when it's not relevant. If it's relevant to the story, so if I like, let's say for instance, I had a movie get produced and Melissa McCarthy were in the movie, was were in the movie, was in the movie, and Kristen Wiig came in and slapped her and ran out of the studio, right? And I told the story on the show. Well, yes, that's integral to the story, right? So if the if the celebrity or the name is part is an important part of the story, then I don't think it's a name drop. But what's tricky about it, Joey, is not necessarily that they are integral to the story. It's that oh, um, I was uh, eating a sandwich and uh, my friend came in. Um, you know, my friend Haley Joel Osment. Well, then that's a, do you know what I mean? But, like that's the that, name drop. But that's is. not. But He's that's integral names. to the story. Of eating a sandwich with Haley Joel Osment, but it's like, why are you even telling that story? But but hold on for a second. But well, let's say something happened in the story. But if I go like, if let's say I tell a story about I go to Ralph's and it gets robbed, and I just drop in that I'm with Liza Minnelli, then that's a name drop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, if I go there and I'm with Haley Joel Osment and he chokes on a ham sandwich, well, then that's not a name drop. Why? That is because, a name drop. My no, friend, because I my was having lunch with him. Haley. Just yeah, as like I say, you're, I was I at Adam Ralph's. I was at Ralph's and Liza was with me. I say Adam Vaught. Mm, yeah. Anyway, okay. this, this story will have a name drop. Okay, you're about to drop a name, obviously. No, I said yeah, yeah. I said the story will yeah. have a name drop in it. Clearly, but I'm just so I'm I'm acknowledging that there will be a name drop in this story. So it's a name drop, meaning you're just saying it because you want to tell us that you hung out with somebody famous. Yeah. Look, okay. I let you. I let you. I didn't hang out with anybody famous. Um. I let you do four weeks of the Big Blue Test. I get... I never said you couldn't name drop, but every time I brought up Big Blue Test, because you... on those other ones, on the other name drops, they weren't name drops. This is the first name drop I've done on the show. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I went to a birthday party for my friend Joby, mm-hmm. right? Who works in show business? It's a weird name. He's British, and they have weird names. Yeah. It right. kind of sounds like the name. What's the name of the My Precious? Is Gollum. It? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Smeagol's doesn't. No, neither no, one of them sounds like I'm Joby. Thinking of something that sounds like Joby. Maybe it's in Harry Potter because Ring of the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter are in the same file in my brain. But here's the thing: Harry Potter has very classic British names that are kind of weird, like Hermione. Yeah. You know, so I think Joby is a very British name. Okay, I think um, Doby is the house. Oh, house elf. okay. So Joby uh, works in show business, I, which is so funny because I was like, I shouldn't say what he does in show business, but the name is so fucking. Weird. Let me go yeah. on IMDb. Let's see if you just put in Joby, what comes up? Hold on. Me, I want a hula hoop. He's literally the second person. that He's the first Joby that comes up. Okay. Anyway, um, so he works in show business, okay? And it's his 40th birthday. And 
I, I'm going to the party, right? I'm going with Chris and Mercedes and some other friends, and we're all going together. And on the way over there, um, I had heard throughout the week, I thought there would be some famous people there, but I found out that there weren't going to be really any famous people there. It was going to be like a friends-only thing, right? But then on the way over to the party, I hear like, oh, I hear there's a chance Amy Adams is going to show up. Cool. Right? But now this puts my uh, antenna up. Right, so now I'm at this party, and there's I know about half the people there, right? But now at the party, I'm looking at every person, I, woman I don't know, and I keep thinking she's Amy Adams, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So at a at a certain point in the um at the party, uh, I was talking to somebody else, and then I see all my friends gathered around in an area. Yeah, and I walk up to them and I go, uh, I don't know, I've already seen five Amy Adams. And they're like, well, the real one's right next to you. Oh. <laughs> did she say anything when you – did she hear you say it? No. Oh. No, I don't, I don't think so. I go, But I did say, I go, she was one of the contenders, so I feel good about that. But I don't know if she was the winning contender. <laughs> but uh, – There was uh, a time um, – we've talked on this show before how I used to be a costume character at Disneyland right Mm -hmm. yeah and we used to do these things where it was like i don't know five characters in this like area and people could wait in line and come see all five of us usually there was a theme so it was like all the characters from pinocchio or yeah you know what i mean whatever did you guys ever do random ones like all the characters from pete's dragon and they were like what pete's dragon not so much but sometimes it would be like hodgepodge because it was like Oh my God! We have four people, and they're all the same height. So we have Chip and Dale, and Winnie the Pooh, and Mickey Mouse. Or do you know what I mean? Just because it was like what the availability of the people of a certain height. But yeah. um, one time our area closed. I never understand the logic of the characters either. Like, why would they all be hanging out at Disneyland, especially the villains? Yeah. You know, that's my favorite part. Is like, why would Cruella Deville just be strolling around Disneyland? Just like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna walk around here and have everyone just say horrible things to me and be afraid of me and sign autographs. She's a bitch. Yeah. Why would she yeah. stand there and sign yeah. your stupid book? Yeah, I hate kids and people, but I'm gonna stand right. Yeah, Captain Ho- Captain Hook hates people. Yeah. He hates children. He can't stand children, but he's gonna show up to Disneyland mm-hmm. where there's nothing but children. Mm-hmm. And sign their autographs. Yeah, but um, so and why is the beast? St- I've never understood the thing with the beast either. Why is he because, the beast again? Yeah, yeah, totally. You're right. Um, so we've thought of all these things. So and also Woody from uh, Toy Story. Why is he seven foot tall? Yeah, that's He's a good a question. Toy. He's a toy. Yeah, but um, we're in this character area. And it closes. They, like, shut down the line because there's a VIP who's going to come through the exit. So this man, this woman, and, like, four kids come through the exit. And I'm, like, staring at them. The guy kind of has, like, tattoos on his arms. And I'm, like... I'll immediately think hot. Is he hot? He was probably hot ten years before this. Oh, okay. Like, he looked like he probably has let himself go a little bit. Um, Do you think I can guess who it is? Well, I'm setting the story up funny for oh, you, though. Okay. I'm, like, staring at him. I feel like, you know, like I said, hot 10 years ago. So I'm thinking, like, okay, he was – this was, like, early 2000s. So he was, like, who's a star from the 90s, maybe late 80s? I'm just, like, giving him the a – Judge really, Reinhold? I'm looking him over really hardcore. He leaves. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we're in costume, so we don't talk to each other. Um, then we go into our break, and everyone's like excited that this happened. I was like, you guys, I don't know who it was. Who was that? And they're like, it was Jeannie Garth from 90210. Joey, I was looking at the man. I didn't even give, I didn't look at the woman twice. But oh. I was certain that the man was a celebrity. I was like looking at I want to know over. why everyone was excited about Jenny Garth. Jeannie Garth, isn't it? I don't no, think it's, it's Jenny Garth. Oh, that's dumb. But, um, yeah, well, it was, you know. A while who, back, who would people? But. Yeah, who would be? Who would be really excited about in the early two thousands? I saw Whitney Houston. I was excited. about Oh, that. see, that's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. But like, wouldn't it be like? I think within hey. like a good like week and a half, two weeks apart from each other, I saw Whitney Houston and then Lauren Hill. Both hey, of those. Were hey, guys, guys, guys! Mark McGrath is here. <laughs> I also saw the. Um, hey, guy! The lead singer of. Um, of uh, what's that song like? Hey, now you're an all star. Yeah, what was the name of that sugar, band? Sugar. No, that's that's Mark. That's Mark McGrath. Oh, um, Chumbawamba. No. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Hey, everybody, the lead singer of Hoobastank is here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I've been in a similar situation. That's all I was trying to point out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So anyway, so now that the part Chris and Mercedes are such babies, right? They want to leave early, and I drove with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So I actually was kind of ready to leave. I needed to work today. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But they're like, we're leaving. And they were like, we're doing an Irish goodbye. Wait, you worked on a day? You probably needed a whole week of oh, I know. working I was, yourself up I'm not, for it. I'm not even joking. I was so <laughs> over. I was so done. But anyway, they're like, we're, we're, we're leaving. We're doing We're going to trap door it. Right. And they just bolt from this party. Yeah. Right? And I'm, I'm actually with them. They're like, come on, let's go. And like we're, the, the front door is free. And so we're like going towards the front door. But they had these delicious English toffee that were being passed around, and yeah. they had them on a table right by there. I go, uh, you guys go ahead. I'm going to just grab an uh, English toffee. So I grab an English toffee. Joby comes down the stairs. No. Right by the yeah. door. Yeah, and he goes, hey, Joe. I, I, haven't, I, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you all night. How are you? And I go, oh, I, I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, looking at the door, and I can tell that they're waiting. What are your feelings about this incident in Ferguson? And I go, no, how are you? Happy, yeah, happy birthday, Joe. He goes, no, honestly, Joe, you're the person I want to talk to right now because everybody has been asking me the whole night. I'm so fucking sick of talking to myself. You know, I just want to, let's talk about you. Tell me everything. A, yes, yes, I want to have a long come. I'm just so sick of hearing about myself. I'm hearing, I'm sick of hearing myself talk about myself, which in LA, that's a, Really that big revelation. Never happens, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all like, uh, and fuck, thank God somebody pulls him away. They need to talk to him. And I like bolt out Shoo! of there. But yeah. Yeah. They see like your outline of your body in uh, smoke. Yeah. You just run away so fast. <laughs> yeah. And Chris Mercedes, were, by the way, weren't even waiting for me. They were already at their car. I've perfected the uh, just bolt uh, strategy because. All that you're going to get the next day is like, hey, I didn't even see you leave. When did you leave? And you could be like, oh, I left. Um, I was there for a while. I had a few drinks and then I ended up taking off. I don't remember what time. 10, 11, whatever. Yeah, I've perfected even the, um, so I don't know what you would call this, like the never show up, but make him think I did. Kind of. Th- that's not really oh, what you call it. But you're Basically- like vague about it. You never say like I was there. No, no, no. It's, it's really hard to explain. So let's say, for instance, I go somewhere, but I don't want to be there for a long time. Yeah. Like, I want to be there literally five minutes. 
I'll go really late so I know the person's kind of drunk. And then I'll go there and I'll make sure and grab them and have like a good five <laughs> minute with them, right? Uh-huh. And then I'll make sure I'm in their line of sight and they see me dancing. <laughs> and then uh-huh. I leave. Like but an episode sure that... of um, How to Get Away with Murder. You also like take a selfie with the person and make sure yeah. you tag it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, and it's, it's sad that, that, that that's like trying to get away with murder. I'm like, I should make a show how to get, get away with like. How to get away with my social anxiety. Yeah, how to get away with my social anxiety. <laughs> I'd watch. I was I was telling I'm basically becoming George Costanza because I was just telling somebody um I kind of want to end a friendship with somebody, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah. What's going to happen to the podcast? You'll have to do it with other people. Anyway, I I kind of want to like drift away from somebody but instead of just drifting away i was telling this person about this elaborate plan i'm gonna have like pretending to be like a total asshole so that they stop being my friend why i don't know just, just a, a minute ago you were talking about like having good karma and how you're i right. Uh, you're right my gotta, moral I, responsibility right. to amazon.com yeah. meanwhile yeah, right. you can shit all over one somebody that you used to call a friend you're right you're right i'm gonna i'm gonna take your advice to heart and i'm gonna just, just quietly ignore away. them yeah, and if they're if they call drift you or away, whatever, be like we did last summer. Oh, drift away like we did last year. You're very singing today. Do you remember when? I wish we had an opening song on the show, though. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah, like the Chipmunk song. That would have been really good. <laughs> Joey, a friend slash coworker of mine, uh, was having some like financial trouble months ago months months ago and we were talking she was stressed and i could tell so i was like asking what was up and she was telling me about it basically long story short she (laughs) had a parking ticket what's so funny because the problem with the trello is i see what the topic is yeah i'm gonna cut this out and so i'm reading what the punchline's gonna be (laughs) i don't think you will oh okay so basically, she had a parking ticket that was about to get really serious if she didn't pay for it. It was like less than $200, but if she didn't pay it, it was going to be like almost three times that, right? So she was super stressed out, and I had the money to spare, and I thought, well, I should just give it to her. And my dad has taught me something, and that is to never lend money to anybody. And I don't mean that like selfishly, like your money is for you and you only like my the way my dad puts it is if you if somebody owes you money they're not going to want to come over to your house to eat dinner with you because they feel oh, like so they're just gonna be give it to them yeah if you have money just give it and if they eventually pay you back cool but when you give it you're not expecting it back and you're you are okay with that only give it if you can actually give it what is his opinion on theater tickets so so when I was talking with a friend, I told her that I would like to pay for this parking ticket and just consider it like done. Like don't say anything, you know, it's done, right? Joey, this was months ago, okay? Yeah. In my head, written it off, I was totally over that. Um, at the time, she said she wanted to pay me back eventually, and I was like, you know what? I don't need to be paid back. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Pay it forward. I think I even said that. Pay it Pay forward. Pay it forward. Okay. So now, like two weeks ago, uh, she and I were talking uh, about our families, about Christmas and gift buying and that sort of thing. And I mentioned how in the past my sister and I have always used Amazon wish lists to kind of 
figure out what each other wanted, but also like get exactly what the other person wanted. So like my budget is this and I'm just going to fill up my Amazon cart until with items my sister wants until I hit that number. And honestly, I actually use Amazon wishlist for like myself more than anything though. Like, yeah, um, me too. Like I want to buy this eventually. You use them as well? Yeah, but I have a special list called buy for yourself. Oh, see, I don't. I just have one. It's kind of like a parking lot for things I want to buy, but I can't justify spending money on. Sometimes, a lot of times, actually, it's books. So I have like four books on my shelf right now that I haven't read. But when I see an interview on The Daily Show with an author or something, maybe I'll put it on my wish list just so I don't forget that I want it. Um, But I also sometimes put big items thinking like, well... Maybe this will be, you know, in my sister's budget one year, or maybe it will just keep reminding me how much this big ticket item I want costs. Um, Like, I have a really nice camera on there. It's been on there, like, for years. Um, uh, I had a SodaStream on there, and that was kind of... Wait, let's talk about this. Do you know SodaStream? I know what SodaStream is. I always see that and I go, what idiots would ever want a soda stream or buy why? a soda stream? What? I don't understand why. what makes people idiots that want one. Because just buy regular soda. Soda's so cheap. No, Joey, you buy this machine and now you just have soda. You put water and you have soda. Yeah, but you got to buy the little like cartridges and the thing. You don't and the have thing. to. You don't have to. And that's my point is I would like it because I... You know those, like, bottles of carbonated water? Yeah. Well, like, um, um, fuck, what are the brands? You mean, like, um, like Calistoga or, like, mineral water kind of stuff? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Perrier? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So I okay. like that kind of stuff. But they also have, like, grocery store brand where it's, like, carbonated water that has, like, an essence of lime or something like that. Not, mm-hmm. not like, 7-Up soda, but, like, water with a little bit of I like that um so I put it on my list I wanted it so the other day you might kind of guess where this is going I get home from work there's a big Amazon box on the front porch and this time of year we always have packages out there people in the house buying gifts or people in the house getting gifts I didn't order anything so I didn't think it was for me but I was surprised it had my address on it or my name on it and it was a soda stream Joey so my that being said, uh, my coworker. Have you made yourself any soda? Yeah, I'm drinking some right now. My coworker bought me a soda stream to pay me back. Isn't that nice? What else did you have? I would I would be like, oh, you didn't get me the, the, the like. <laughs> I feel like this. I thought the story because I saw it in the, on the Trello. I thought where the story was going. This would have been so hilarious if this woman was having financial troubles. And you went out of your way and helped her out, you know. Oh, and she and bought like, a soda stream for And then she showed up to her house and there's like, a, she's like, I just bought a new soda stream. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I would have thought that was the funniest story ever. No, she's so not. So that's very nice of her for, to pay it forward. There's a theme in this episode. And yeah. um, buy you the soda stream. I think it's bizarre that you wanted one. I did. And the, you know what? This is a great example of why the wish list works well. I would have never bought this for myself. It's like too ridiculous to like because soda is not that expensive, you're right. But also like 
I don't know, it just seems super extravagant. But I think that it's a perfect gift. Um, I feel like it's probably about the price of what it was that I gave to her. So in her head, she was buying me, she was paying me back. Does that make sense? Yeah. So she could have bought me, you know, all of the books on my wish list and, you know, it would have just not added up the same way. I feel like this was just like, click, click, there you go. Soda stream. Soda stream. So the cola is disgusting. I only drink diet, by yeah. the way. The cola is really gross. Yeah, but I imagine. I love the carbonated. Just carbonated water is good. For, I like it. And then um, I'm drinking right now orange soda, and it's good. I also did pink diet pink grapefruit, and it was delicious. Diet pink grapefruit. Yeah, delicious. Um, so good. Is carbonated water bad for you? Like you're if, asking the you're asking a fat man. I don't know. Like if you're supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day, and then I just like pump carbon dioxide into it before I drink it, is that? I don't know because remember negative? you used to do those like the dentist would drop like a penny in some soda, and you would see it like deteriorate because it was in the soda. Like, yeah, but that's like doing soda. to your inside of you. I th- yeah. But you I just bought like a machine. Stuff. I don't know if that's the carbonation. Soda. Do you understand my question, or is this really it, confusing to you? I don't know if carbonation does anything. I don't like. Is my, it carbonation I, or is it sugar? I don't know. I'm a man who used to take when I'd make a hamburger, I would take the bun and then fry it in the fat from the hamburger meat. Don't Yum, ask me about so health. Good. Do you remember the like cracker, um, Keebler Elf crackers that you would put cheese on and wrap in bacon and then put it in the I oven? I would do this. Or maybe I'm thinking of Brian. Yeah, that wasn't me. Oh, sorry, Brian, for calling you out. He listens too. Hey, Brian. Let's kick this pig. What else, Joey? Anything else happening to you? Um, No, I think those... Um, I want to know what's going on in the Bay Area. So many things. For starters, Joey, um, in the city called Stockton, which mm-hmm. is kind of like... Um, so you do SAT prep. So San Bernardino is to LA as Stockton is to San Francisco. It's oh, kind of, really? It's kind of like our San Bernardino. Ugh. Uh, kind of far out there. People oh, don't wait, Mike. Really go there. Mike. Mike. Am I talking Donna. shit on? Do we have Donna. listeners in San Bernardino? Donna's from San Bernardino. Oh, she doesn't listen. <laughs> I'm sure we I, have listeners in I, San Bernardino. You know what? I think you're right. I don't think Donna listens. But I'm still going to say San Bernardino is a beautiful town. Okay. Well, you're the one that made the the weird thing. I just not said San Bernardino is not to LA. Not after I edit it. <laughs> Hold on. Ready? Oh, San Bernardino? That's amazing. <laughs> what a beautiful place. That's going to go in there now. Oh, no. Hold on. This is better, actually. Oh. Um, okay. That's going to go in the edit. Yeah. In, in Stockton, a person, this woman had her cell phone in her car, and it was stolen out of the car. By someone who is apparently unfamiliar with cloud computing, the thief has been using the phone to take a shit ton of selfies, like five to ten pictures a day, Joey. And since the user of the iPhone had an iCloud account, all of the selfies are getting uploaded to her backup drive. Is it a woman or man? It's a man. The thief is, is a hot? man. No. Uh, um, so basically, this woman can scroll through and see all of the thief's selfies. Uh, it was an iPhone 4, and let's be honest, it was time for her to upgrade, right? Yeah. 
So it was an iPhone 4. It was stolen out of her car on November 12th. And since that date, there have been 5 to 10 selfies posted per day of the same man. It's a young Hispanic man with a big eyebrow. One eyebrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he looks young. He could actually possibly be under 18. He's right on the cusp. Like, Is he a twink? No. He's like 16 to 22, right in there somewhere. Um, he could be like an older-looking kid, or he could mm-hmm. be a young-looking young man. But this article also mentions the thief that thieves love Apple devices, and it talked about like the theft rate of uh, Apple devices, iPods, iPhones, iMacs, and all of that. So, is this something? Do you think that like we should s- avoid Apple devices because people want to steal them? No, it's so funny that you say that. I actually just read an article today about how I actually looked up the guy's picture and he's not cute at all. Not cute. Um, not cute. Um, I actually read a, a, an article just today about how actually um, specifically Apple crimes of iPhones and iPads has dropped like precipitously in the past year, like by 40%. Because they're making it more difficult to yes. resale. Yeah, so like they have because they have that thing now where you can't that active activation lock, mm-hmm. and you can swipe, you can wipe the data, you can um, just make it complete, you can make it, you can brick it basically, you can turn it into a brick where it's worth nothing, right? So thieves who specifically go after iPhones are just not doing it. So iPhone and iPad theft has just dropped like big time. Hmm. I think they realize that it's, it's pointless now. Have you, you ever had any of your iDevices stolen? No. Uh, well, uh, a long time ago, um, I uh, so Chris and Mercedes live on a very busy highway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I when I when they <laughs> well, just... well look, it's Pacific Coast Highway. It's like yeah. the world's it's a it's a long highway, so right. like, there's no way anyone can find it. But um. They live on Pacific Coast Highway, but it's super, 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 super busy. Like, crazy. Like, dangerous busy. Like, I've lost two mirrors on the street, right? But when I first used to visit them, I would get really, really scared. I would, like, run out of the car and run to their house. I was so scared. And one time I was so scared that I just ran inside the house, right? I hang out there for hours, right? And then I go, like, I go to my car and I realize, like, where are my keys? And my car is gone. What? Yeah, I left my key. I left the car running with the keys in the ignition, and someone, like a homeless person, stole my car. What? Yeah. How come I've never heard this story? What happened before we did the show? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories that have taken place before a year ago. I didn't exist before two years ago. Mm. So, um, it's going to be two years, Mike Lawson. So, um, yeah. So, get this. So, I, the car was stolen, right? And so, my parents had to come pick me up in Malibu. Were you crying? Did you cry? No, no. I was actually, I was actually like strangely calm. I wasn't, I actually wasn't upset at all because there was nothing in the car except work stuff. And, my iPod, right? So, um, in the middle of the night, uh, in the middle of the night, remember that Billy Joel song? Um, I get a phone call from San Bernardino PD. 
ironically. Was it really San Bernardino? It was San Bernardino PD. <laughs> they found my car, um, like the tires flat, um, abandoned at Cal State San Bernardino, and they recovered my car. And uh, the only thing that was missing was my iPod. Aww. Yeah. And so the guy the who stole it, he was like, what kind of homosexual Oh, yeah, you know, my I? friend... My yeah. friend John Paul, who's like a way bigger homo than I, like Mr. Broadway, right? Like, seriously, Seth Rudesky, like, calls him a fag, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> such a stupid reference, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, when we were in college, he had like this, Mike Lawson, the biggest, thickest book of CDs like you've ever seen. Like, I can't even imagine, I can't even describe how thick this, but it was all show tunes. Mm-hmm. All Broadway show tunes. And one day somebody stole it. I'm like, oh, they must have been so bummed right. when they got home. And it was just nothing but like <laughs> showboat and, uh, you know, what? high button shoes <laughs> and call me madam. You know, all these bizarre. like All he had to do, musicals. he could have just gone to like Craigslist and it was like for sale CD version of my pal Joey. And he's like, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Four different casts of Hello, Dolly. <laughs> I own two of them. Do I have, you really? Well, it's one of my favorite shows. So I have the Carol uh, Channing version, and then I have the Barbra Streisand version, the movie version. Oh, my God. You see? So, like, but that, that guy must have – because John Paul went to school in South Central. So oh, you shit. know the guy was somebody who lives in South Central. Could be a, a Latino or a black guy. And he just got home, and he was like – what the fuck? Like he was. <laughs> maybe he brought them to like one of those CD exchange places, and they oh, were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they're like, <laughs> "Uh, brother, why do you have four copies of Merrily We Roll Along?" Yeah. <laughs> um. What else? Do you got any other news stories, or do you have any? This is you haven't done. Yeah. Any? This is a, yeah. I, done any I swear you talk more on my stories than on your own. <laughs> A Los Angeles man was sentenced in California's re- first revenge porn conviction. Uh, no, no, Iniguez. Wait, I can't. Wait, I'm usually pretty good at this. No, Iniguez. Iniguez. Wait, let's try again. No, Iniguez. 36 was found guilty of both violating the restraining orders his ex girlfriend had against him and breaking California's new revenge porn law, according revenge. to the LA Times. When yeah. you say revenge porn, I think of the TV show Revenge and like a woman shaking her fist as she looks at a camera that's like, you know, getting higher and higher above her. She's looking up towards the air. Revenge. Is that, is that show still on? Is that about the woman that goes back to her town? And Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch it really. It's on Netflix. I know that. But that doesn't mean anything. So revenge porn is defined as using nude or explicit images of a person in an attempt to hurt them. And it's been illegal in California since October of 2013. So anyway, this guy Iniguez and his ex ended a four-year relationship in 2011. And after he sent her a number of harassing text messages, she obtained a restraining order against him. But Iniguez wasn't quite ready to leave her alone and move on. So he began posting comments about her on her employer's Facebook page using an alias Oh and in God. March of 2014, he posted a nude photo of her calling her a drunk and a slut, and he's suggesting her employee far, em, employer fire her. So they used that to um, prosecute him, and he's going to get 36 months of probation, and he has to attend counseling on domestic violence. Um, so wow. here, here's revenge, my question. So the revenge porn aspect of it is 
not not apparent to me. Did he have images of her? Yeah, he posted a nude photo and, and said it called oh, her I didn't slut. Hear that part. Uh, yeah, I didn't he hear the photo her. part. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. called her. Okay, so like it's. I think the reason the law exists is because it was kind of um, hard to define. If I at one time took an image of myself and gave it to uh, somebody I was dating willingly, then we break up and things go south. The revenge law makes it illegal for me then to post that somewhere or whatever without your consent because, especially to I like, gave it to you. So like the law before protected them. It. Yeah, the yeah. law before protected that because it's something I had and I gave it to you to have. So that yes. was almost protected in a way. Well, it's still protected, I guess, for your own private use. Oh right, it's his, but the the law makes it illegal to like post it. Now, we've already established that nobody has anything they can use revenge for you on. No, uh-uh. But do you have revenge material on other people? I Isn't it funny? Find that I, have, I have a ton of revenge material on like people I don't know. I, <laughs> that's just called porn, Joey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could Brent find Cork, some. I'm going to embarrass Brent Corrigan. I bet you if I, if I wanted to, I could find some. Do you have some. a porn that you go to whenever you need to do like, like, in other words, there's a time when you're like, okay, I'm going to explore porn, right? Right, right. what's out there. But sometimes you're like, you're like I need to beat off because I need to be – I need to get, take a shower. I have 10 minutes before I need to take a shower and go somewhere. Um, kind you, of. I kind of go have something. go-to porn? Usually, go-to though, porn? like, I can't, the, the excitement is in the find. So yes, even if no, I, I don't agree. have a long time, I try to, like, find. And it's something new. That's yeah. what's really going to do it. Something I haven't seen before. But um, on XTube, I do have favorites saved. Yeah, there's a couple that I have that I'm just like, like, for instance, the reason I bring it up, because I said Brent Corrigan. And there's this one with Brent Corrigan and Ace Sinclair. Highly recommend. Oh, dude, that's like, I'm like, okay, I don't have time. I need to go I'm to not this. really a, like, studio produced person. Oh, so you like amateur. Amateur, yeah. I like amateur, too. Yeah. Oh. So, okay, we're done with that part. Oh, so what else is going on in the Bay Area? Uh, Joey, it's funny you ask. Uh, (laughs) It's an annual tradition up here in San Francisco. I don't know if other cities do it or not, but um, I stopped by on Friday night and I saw it. uh, The San Francisco SPCA has a Hollywood. What does that stand for? SPCA? ASPCA. No, I think it's SPCA. It's the pet place. You know them. Yeah, but. On your um, Trello, it says ASPCA. Oh, that must be a typo because it's SPCA. Are you sure? I, for some reason, ASPCA sounds right. In San yeah. Francisco, it's SPCA okay. for whatever reason. Is it A stand for America? Yeah. Oh, so, that's right. San Francisco, not part of America. <laughs> I forgot about that part. But potentially, they're not like part of the larger org or something. It's San Francisco. It's the SF... SPCA. Okay. That's, that's literally what they're called. The SFSPCA. Yeah. yeah. They do this big Hollywood window display at Macy's. And what animals are in that display? Cats and dogs. Kittens and puppies, actually, specifically. No birds. No birds. No full-grown cats. No full-grown dogs. Only puppies and kittens. Would you go to the window, though, if it was birds? Joey, stop. Um, Macy's. I think other cities should do this. Um, Macy's has this big display 
um, the sidewalk is clogged with people right around there. And it's like a busy area. So like business folk are walking to and from work all the time right there. I am sure that people have written angry blog posts somewhere on the internet about how much they hate this and how it disturbs the flow of traffic. But uh, SPCA volunteers tell you about how all of the animals in the window are adoptable and they have these like donation bins. Um, it's kind of becoming a thing. I don't think they've done it for that long, but, uh, last year I went and saw it this year. Steve and I went on Friday. It's cute. And, um, just the other day I didn't see it, but I saw pictures on the Was internet. Was Steve's mouth Grumpy, watering? Grumpy cat made an appearance last week. Do you oh, know Grumpy God. cat? Yeah. He's, I do a show with him. He had <laughs> He had this big sign about this grumpy cat movie that's coming out on Lifetime. Yeah, I've heard it's horrible. Yeah, I I can only imagine how awful it is. Um but Joey, I and was when I saw this, I was like, Oh, that's cute and I saw it so I could talk about it. But then I'm also thinking like, what is Joe's opinion on pets? I know that it's, your parents so used to funny. have two dogs. It's so funny that you say that because I was just thinking about this. Um, I was thinking about this today when I was driving around and I was thinking about how I love animals so much that I would never own one, nor do I think most people should own one. Really? Yeah. I think you have to be a certain... Shady. This is... I know. Oh, shit. Here we go. So wait, why do you hate people who own pets? Spoiler alert. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be a meme be- on Pride for Prison. Yeah. No, I don't hate animals. I like animals a lot. But I right. think that there are a lot of people aren't responsible and get a pet for irresponsible reasons. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so And I children you, too. Like if you if you have a very busy lifestyle and you live in a studio or one bedroom apartment in the city, you really shouldn't have an animal, man. Like that's not fair to the animal. Like I think if you live somewhere with a huge backyard and maybe your wife or you don't work and someone's always at home or maybe you work from home and you can mm, walk the dog a lot. The the yard doesn't have to be huge, but you have no, yeah, outside right. space and, and maybe the dog has access to come and go. Yeah. So like if you have a yard and a doggy door. Yeah. Then okay. Then yeah. If you don't live in the city, like if you have like a yard and the, yeah, the right, the dog has access to that yard and you're responsible and you can take the dog for walks or, you know, if as long as the dog is stimulated and is happy and has exercise and place to go, then I'm cool with you having a dog. But like a lot of people I know, people that I know should friends not the have, show. well, I don't know the friend of the show, but it's that person I want to stop being friends with. Oh, um, this person has a dog and I don't think this person should have a dog. And I think yeah. it's very cruel to the dog, you know? Does the dog like run away sometimes? No, I would. <laughs> Joey, like, what do you think about? Because I want a dog so bad. What if I brought the dog to the office every day? That's stimulation always with me. Goes for long walks every well, yeah, day. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes if if your job is cool with you bringing. And here's the thing too: are, yeah. is this person has a gigantic dog, right? So it's not even like uh, a little dog. It's a gigantic dog. And I would so, be curious to see you interact with dogs. I, I ignore remember, it's the same thing with children. I just ignore them. Because you're afraid people are going to think you're molesting them? Uh, yeah, I'm afraid <laughs> people are going to molesting the dog. Um, did you guys have dogs growing up? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? I ignored them too. 
Interesting. I remember you had like your mom had like a a male and a female, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I remember my dad. I hate doing jokes for my stand up. Never mind. Okay. But <laughs> he used to get mad that. Wait, rewind it. Don't say it's from your stand up. No, it's the problem is when you do stand up and something becomes part of your stand up, it be, you, you get the cadence. We've talked about this in the show before, so I can't even tell the story. I start getting the stand up cadence when I tell the the story, you know. So I start sounding like I'm doing stand up. So no. Well, how about you do it like the way that people do it a lot of times on podcasts is they say I have this joke in my stand up and it goes like and they and it's like something about how my dad does this. When he had the dogs, he would get very upset. How upset was he? (laughs) (laughs) Because I think he personified them, you know? And so he would, I would be like, because he he would feed the dogs um, twice. No, no. What did he do? I don't remember the joke now because the the dogs (laughs) have been dead for so long. But the point was, I would say, look, oh, 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 I know what it was. If my parents, you know, work, mm-hmm. you know, my, my mom's retired now. By the time she worked, right, they'd be gone during the day. But he had the dogs on this schedule where they only ate at in the middle of the day. So, like, it, I go, hey, why don't you feed them in the morning? Why don't you feed them at night? You know, that makes more sense. You're home. And he goes, why don't you feed them twice a day? Feed them in the morning. Feed them at night. And he goes, oh, and what are they going to eat for lunch, Joey? What are the dogs <laughs> going to eat for lunch? As if my, as if it's like these Teamster dogs, right. you know, who are just like, uh, just. I'm not going to do the whole. I'm just going to start I'm getting into the bit, right? The point is, in the bit, I start doing an impression of the dogs as my, Teamster dogs. My mom has told me that her dog, uh, she feels, gets depressed. So, like, the dog knows if I haven't been around for a while. She feels that he's sad that he hasn't seen me. No. Same thing. Personified feelings. Yeah. yeah. Michael and Julia would have me house sit their dog. They would leave. He, he would never cry. Didn't he care. Would ne- yeah. As long as he knew food was coming. As long as he knew food and water was coming and someone was going to walk him, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. He's whatever. Speaking of, Mike, uh, the Kardashian girls filmed inside a Calabasas home while the stunned owners were in Asia. <laughs> now calm down michael speaking of porn just calm down i'm gonna say some things right now shang shang wang and li hui hong returned from china in august to find signs suggesting that someone had been staying in their home now they hadn't been to the 2.5 million calabasas estate in about a year but they immediately noticed things were not as they had left them. They thought things like uh, there was extra bedding, there was these strange buttons in the washing machine, there was oil splashed in the kitchen, and, Sp- and Pittsburgh Steelers slippers were sitting in a closet. The point is they're suing the property manager, this woman who was taking money from them just to like, take care of the house. But then their friends started calling them and saying like, hey, your house was on keeping up with the Kardashians. And I guess on the show... Chloe needs a place to stay. Stay, so she brings over uh, this agent to have her find a place to stay to show Chloe the interior of the house. Mm-hmm. And I guess when she goes there, she just goes in and talks shit on the house. She says like, um, "I don't get good feng shui here," and she finds the house to be a cute little number that just not her steez, right? 
Uh-huh. And so her friends were like, yeah, you're, the Kardashians are on TV, like, trashing your place. And so they're suing her for one. <laughs> they were, She wasn't allowed to have people stay there or okay. do anything there. But also, She's like, not the, suing the Kardashians, is no, they? No, 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 no. She's suing this woman, Wong. Okay, done. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was like, what, what the fuck? Why did you have a film crew come in? And then they're talking shit on our house. Right? Yeah. They did an invasion of privacy and a public disclosure of private facts. That, um, as long as that woman didn't have like the 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 <laughs> the ability or the the permission, I she didn't have permission to like sublease it or something no, like that. No permission. As long as that's the case, I, I agree with her. I thought for some reason when you were telling the story, I was thinking that like they were gonna sue the Kardashians for like defamation of house character or something. I want to sue the Kardashians. I don't know why, but I just do. <laughs> you know when I went to that Laker game, she, you know she was sitting right by me, and I have to say this: as much as I hate the Kardashians, this Kim Kardashian is stunning. Really? She, oh yes, I, could, I couldn't pick her out of the lineup, Joey. I know. I, Mike, Mike, I just and I, Richard, do not Richard, pay attention. Richard saw them. Oh, you know what? We maybe talked about this already. Yeah, maybe I already said that. I, I really I, I, do not care about anything that they do. I just, I just don't pay attention to it. Yeah, Richard's like, Richard's like, oh, look, there's Kim and Kanye. And I was like, where? See, I would know Kanye. I would know Kanye for sure. Well, he, then he was this, when, he was this striking woman. And you're like, oh, that must be his wife, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So that's them. That's an what do you got going story. on next week? Oh, we have a live show on Wednesday. Yeah, we do. So this coming Wednesday... On Pride48.com at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be me. It's going to be you. I think it's going to be the always amazing Joey Boohecker. I've got some crazy juicy stories that I don't want to tell on a recorded show. So I'm going to tell you something. I do too. And I'm even – I'm going to be honest with you. My stories are so hot for TV that I'm even afraid to tell them on the show live. Mm. Cool. So tune in for that, everybody. Uh, join the chat room if you can. It should be a good time. It always is. Also, Joey, um, this is going to be our, you and I's, last normal recorded show for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming up Thank next God. week on the Merry show. Merry Christmas. <laughs> next week on the show, Joe has a special guest, and he's going to catch up with that guest. Uh, then I'm going to catch up with a special guest. And we also have a little special episode that we're going to do, and that'll take us through the end of the year. So we're still going to be here every week. I know some shows take weeks off, um, but we aren't. We're going to be here every week. We just uh, will look a little bit different. I think you're playing it smart. I think we should keep the guests a surprise. Okay, cool. Um, also, Joey, next week, uh, my pretty much my entire house is leaving for the holidays. Um, uh, tomorrow I'm driving Ricardo and Are Alex you going to have sex with Steve like in every room? Um, yeah. Okay. In the foyer. We have a big foyer. Um, oh, gross. No, I won't do it out there. But anyway, um, I'm actually driving Ricardo and Alex to the airport tomorrow. They're going to China for a long time. Oh, wow. Um, so that'll be cool. For how long? Um, I don't. Is the mom going with them? The mom's staying until like March. Yeah, she's going to be there a really long time. Oh. 
Um, but when he's gone, he's like, why don't you, you drive me to the airport and then you can have my car while we're away. Wow. Yeah. I'm like super excited. But then I was like, what do I, I don't even need it. Cause I, I've been living so long without it. My life is like all set up for it. It's almost up here, Joey. It's kind of inconvenient to have it. Get the park. Yeah. I'm not going to drive to work. I'm not going to drive to Steve's house. All of those things require like expensive parking and inconvenience. Yeah. Now, where where are your other roommates going? Just holiday stuff. Everyone's doing the holiday stuff. My roommate Oscar is a student, um, and he but he lives down near Magic Mountain, kind of closer to you. Oh, why didn't he go to China? And so he's going to be going down to yeah, he is. Oh, going down to home, and Mario will be here, but he'll eventually go home for Christmas too. So, okay, you have Mario to fight with. Yeah. I just have a, the only thing I have a birthday party for um, my mom's cousin. That's the only thing I have so far, which means which means next week my special guest and I will have a ton of stuff to talk about. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to be listening too, so I'll keep notes on what I want to call you out on. I'm excited for because I have because you. This will be my second time with a guest host. I have never heard the show as a listener. So I'm excited to hear you and your special guest. I'm still going to make you edit it. No, please don't. <laughs> I wanna, of course not. I, I want to download it and go like, oh, what yeah. are these people saying? Of course I wouldn't. I was just joking. I start. I, I, I write an angry letter. <laughs> you write an angry letter for mine. I leave a shitty review because I've never left a review for the show. <laughs> I change my review. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've written a review. Oh, you have? Yeah. yeah. All right, Joey. Nice catching up with you. Merry Christmas, Mike. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>